Hello guys, my name is Roki Bello. If you guys haven't heard of me, I'm a podcaster that wants to inform people about Nigerian history one podcast at a time. Remember to follow me if you haven't and please share my podcast on social media sites so more people can know about Nigerian history and leave ratings below to let me know how I'm doing. Thank you guys so much for helping the podcast reach 700 downloads. You guys are the reason why I do this podcast and you guys are the reason why this podcast will prosper. Today's fun fact is that the eagle is Nigeria's national animal. The reason why? We have no clue. Only for the fact that Nigeria has a hefty population of eagles. For today's episode, we'll be talking about Sir Ajese Aduremi. I'm sorry if I pronounce any of these names wrong. Um, please correct me if I do in the uh, email me if I do pronounce any of these names wrong. And I'm so sorry if I do. Um, but before we start the episode, um, remember to follow my podcast TikTok, Nigerian History Real Keep for podcast material and fun facts. So without further ado, let's start the episode. Opa Ajase Aduremi, the 49 Uni of Ife in Ife Ife, Ushun State, Southwest of Nigeria, was a, had a charismatic personality that propelled him to the top of society. He broke all cultural norms and traditions to become the first and only Nigerian to hold both the office of monarch um, and governor positions, combining traditional and political management and helping bring Nigerian, cust- Nigerian custom routes in a time that it was much needed with numerous spouses and kids, Ajese was a family man, and they all lived in a house just as grand as their family. He never disliked giving to the community because both him and his son, Tijamadu Alake, were both servants of the community. The Oba Uni obtained significant influence during the colonial era as a result of the hierarchy at the time and being designated as the first class Oba among Yoruba traditional rulers for political advice and tax tax, uh, collection, the British relied on the already existing political hierarchy, particularly the traditional rulers of Nigeria. During the turmoil of the Yoruba Civil War, he was born on November 15, 1889, to Prince Ushendi Agiabaku of Unsakola. The prince was part of the royal dynasty of Ife Ife, and Madam, and his mom was Madam Abikumbi Itola Ipemudu. She was his 19th and youngest wife. Um. So yeah, they had a lot of wives back then. In advent, in absence of his father, who was on a military expedition, he was given the name Ajose Aderemi, which means the crown has awoken, and the crown suits me. Even though Ajese Adoremi was a prince, it was not it was not a given that he would become king, because Ife's monarchy recognizes four governing houses and a large number of princes who are eligible for the position. However, Prince Yabadu, his father, was a visionary. After his father, who was also an Ife priest, took the young Adoremi before the oracle and learned that his son would one day be king. The the child Adorami was regarded as royalty from birth. Despite losing his father when he was eight, um, Ajesi Adorami was ready ready for the challenge ahead. His mother dissuaded him despite his intention to go to London and obtain a legal degree, as, as many other Nigerians did at the time. Though he remembered what he had to do, 
um, at his prophecy at his birth. So even though he wanted to become a lawyer, he put it aside to become um, the king of Ifeh. Prince Adarami, who joined the Nigerian Railway Corporation in 1909, instead kept moving up the corporate ladder than going on overseas and working there. He held positions in a variety of divisions and served as the station manager in a number of cities, including Port Haircut and Ibadan. Later, in the early 1920s, he left his position to launch his own transportation and agricultural companies. He soon continued to serve as an agent for John Halt of Nigeria and UAC. He possessed a fleet of lorries that he used to transport people and commodities through the nation to locations like Unista and Kafankan. He traded in cocoa, cotton, palm, and kernel. Prince Adarami amassed such wealth that the Ife people and his com- uh, and his um, comter- uh, contemporaries dubbed him Altobale, which means already renowned as king. In, ni- in 1920, he purchased his first automobile, and by 1930, he had many more. When his, pro- uh, when his predecessor, Oba Adi- uh, Adam Ilui Ajakum, passed away, he was the first best contender to succeed the throne of his four um, of his forebearers, due to his riches and his and exposure. And at the time, he and by no time he became the 49th ruler of Uni in 1930. And around that time, he was already a millionaire in pounds. So he was a very hardworking man, and he was very very reliable and very hardworking, which is why I deem him to be the to be the best. Uni of um, Ife of the of the ancient times. I'm not too sure about right now, but of past times, he's definitely like the best of the best. Um, fun fact: he was also the first um, literate Uni. The British relied on pre-existing native hierarchies and political systems for government during the uh, colonial era. Due to his status as Yoruba's top traditional uh, leader. Opa Ajesi Adoremi grew, significant, grew significantly in authority. Ife was a tiny village with a, with a limited reputation prior to him becoming king. But by the time he was king at the age of 40, the Yoruba people held the uh, um, ancient idea or um, myth idea that Ife was the cradle of mankind. That was soon, uh, that was soon to change thanks to Uni Adoremi. The first literate Uni established Oduduwa College of, um, obviously King Oduduwa, which I talked about in a later epi- in a, a later episode. So he was very big on education, very very big. He installed a lot of um, a lot of churches, a lot of um, colleges. He installed a lot of um, what's it called? A lot of educational institutions. So. He established Odudua College, the town's first secondary school, in 1932. He was a he was a supporter of female empowerment through education. So he was not that type of man to be like stay at home woman, or he wasn't that type of man to have that um, women can't learn mentality, because he was an avid supporter of female empowerment through education. So it was the first college. Odudua was the first college to be privately owned. And along with 
um, installing the college. He, he also installed a telephone service in Ife in 1938, and which is still here, which remains to this day. And he constructed the Uni's formal house, too. He founded the Ife Museum of Antiquities, Antiquities in response to the discovery of artifacts made of metal, stone, and terracotta that dated back to the 12th century AD, including the renowned Ori Alukun and Oba, Obalufon mask. So he was very big on history too. Like he really, um, he really brought up Ife, and he was a really, really strategic uh, ruler who really wanted to benefit his people through educational, through education and knowledge. So he founded a lot of museums, and with the realization that Ife was a thriving civilization in medieval times, long before any European contact had taken place within the local population, a commercial, political, and spiritual center with access to profitable uh, trade networks throughout West Africa, the discoveries brought Ife to the attention of the world. That's why Uni founded the New Times of Nigerian newspaper in 1947 as a publisher, with Chief um, serving as the managing director and editor. The Nigerian Tribune, which was what it's called, was founded in 1948 with the help of roughly 12 investors, including Oba Doremi and the chief Awoluo. So they inspired the Niger Time, New Times of Nigerian newspaper and they inspired the Nigerian Tribune, which both still stand to this day. As governor, the Uni saw to it that the Western that the um, Western region's first university was built at Ife. As governor, the Uni, um, the Uni, uh, gave the university thirteen acres of land to the people and the university on their behalf. One of the most renowned um, institutions it would later become in the 1970s. The University of Ife, are now the are now known as Obafemi. Awolowo University served as a hub for the research and dis, um, decimation of African art and culture, which I, which um, they really have museums. So if you ever visit Nigeria, it's a highly, I highly recommend there because they have a lot of African art and culture, specifically of Ife and some other ones. The Uni was ahead of his time in predicting that the demand for self-governance would result in a a decrease in traditional rulers' authority. He lived and fought by this ideal until his death on June, July 3rd, 1980. So, um, rest in peace, he was a very avid leader. So, what I mean by self-governance uh, was that a, um, a lot of Western um, media, a lot of Western people are trying to shift his mindset. And they're trying to take, um, try to take over or try to colonize the area. But he fought really hard not to let that happen, which was very good. So when he hit the age of 90, the long time of Uni at the Remy's reign was remarkably, be, was remarkably peaceful. So even though he fought by this ideal, he was not violent at all. He was a very peaceful man and he fought by peace, education, and um, um, self-governance. And not only that, but he also paved the way in the agriculture industry, where he um, was also a business leader of the, the industry. And he paved the way for Western education in Nigeria while also fighting the Western colonization. 
a man who was the first litter uni and perhaps the most influential of all, creating a legacy not just for himself but for all of Nigeria. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have, uh, if you guys want to know where I get my sources, email me at rakib at uifgmail.com. Remember to follow me on TikTok. Thank you guys for tuning in. Now I'm going to tune out. Thank you.